0: Hey, lovely, and welcome to the Manifestation Vibes podcast. My name is Laura Grady, and I'm a women's empowerment coach and fulfillment mentor, helping you manifest your desires, live in a state of inspiration, alignment, and ease without the burnout. For the last few years, I've coached and mentored thousands of women worldwide to help them create the life they desire through my online coaching business, helping women step into their most confident, authentic selves. This podcast is for the woman who desires a bigger and better life life for herself, for the woman interested in the depth of manifestation, personal development and spirituality, and for the woman done with the fluffy BS this spiritual and personal development world can sometimes bring. In this podcast, I will be delivering you weekly episodes on all things manifestation, spirituality, personal development to empower you to live a life you love. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We are live. We are live on Instagram. We are also live on the podcast. Anyone listening to the podcast, I am doing this live on Instagram because I love to hit two birds with one stone. I always talk about this, Um, but I'm super excited to be jumping on today because I want to talk about how mindset, work, coaching, what's my podcast? My podcast is Manifestation Vibes. You can see it wherever you will see um, podcast stuff. (laughs) wherever you get your podcasts. Um, But I wanted to jump on today. And the, the, the topic that I'm going to be speaking on is how mindset work, how energetic work, and how a lot of healing worked took me from just dabbling in the coaching space and sort of, you know, making a little bit of income and, you know, doing okay, I suppose, to having a fully fledged business. Uh, because so many people think that it's like all this strategy stuff that gets you from that place, and that has not been my experience. It has also not been necessarily my experience with a lot of my clients as well, who have come to work with me in this arena too. So I am going to be speaking about this topic because it is a topic that is really, really, really important to me, and it kind of gives you a really good indication of what's worked best for me, but also what I work with around clients too, because so much of the stuff that I'm talking about today, I have also worked with with clients. So the big thing around this business stuff, the big thing around the coaching business space, and also if I sound a bit nasally, I am a little bit nasally. I had um, a a vaccine for something and it's made me a little bit nasally. These things happen. (laughs) So the biggest thing around this that I actually want to speak about is that most people think that the strategy, having really good sound strategy is going to be the thing that kind of takes you to the next level in your business. Yeah. And for me that has, it has absolutely helped. But for the first couple of years of me working in this coaching space, I knew the logical strategy. I had even taught the logical strategy, but the biggest thing that was missing Was my ability to fully believe in myself uh, and my ability, my power in this space. But also, I had a lot of deep wounding from past events that needed to be cleared in order for me to be able to fully step into the next layer of myself. And this happens at every layer. Like when I first started, I had to do so much um, clearing work and energetic work. And when I say energetic work, I'm not just talking about like embodying the energy of the person that you wanna be, I'm not just talking about you know, visualizing being that person. I'm talking about clearing the energetic leaks and the energetic blocks. So all of the wounding, the 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 wounds of like not feeling like you're enough, not feeling like you're good enough, not feeling like you're worthy. I had to clear all of those energetic leaks, those deep wounds in order to be able to step into what it is that I really desired. Um, and so when it comes to this business space, if you're like, I know the strategy And it's the same as leadership, right? It's the same as like going, okay, I know I want to go for a new job or I know I want to ask for a pay rise. If you know logically what to do and somebody's like walked you through from step by step, like, hey, this is roughly what you need to do, or you've heard it or you've Googled it because I'm sorry to say it, but you can Google so much fucking strategy nowadays. Hello, hello, for those of you jumping on. If you have done all of that and nothing's landing, I'm telling you, it's not the strategy any longer. It's actually your core wounding that is showing up and is filtering through and leaking into everything that you're doing in business. And I'll explain to you guys how this has happened for me and how this showed up for me. And a lot of the things that have happened for me, and I'm like, very, I'm very much an open book. I don't really care if you guys know that there's been wounds that leaked into you know, how I showed up because at the end of the day, I think it's important for you to see how other people experience this and how they do this work, right? But the, but anytime someone is like, okay, I know roughly what the strategy is, but I'm unable to implement it or I'm implementing it, it's just not really hitting. And I'm feeling really overwhelmed all the time, or I'm feeling like I'm staying up late at night. It's not really <laughs> because you can't do the strategy. It's because there's core wounds blocking you from truly realizing your power and actually stepping into a magnetic energy around your business and so a lot of a lot of problems in business like if you're finding that it's really hard to you know do sales calls, for example, or speak to people on the phone, or ask for a sale, or if you're struggling to put your content out there and say things that are probably a little bit controversial, right? Um, if you're struggling to do all of that, what it tells me is that there's deep wounding, right? And I was very lucky in the early stages of my business that I knew somebody who was a coach and would help me clear all of these core wounds, right? So this is the only reason why I am, why I am, where I am at today. <laughs> I'm a full believer that that is. One of the only reasons yes did i have strategy of course i did and i was able to implement that but not until i cleared these core wounds a lot of what i speak about in leadership codes so an emotional foundation essentially we we need to have safety within the body we need to be able to feel safe within our body to go after what we want so many people can go and visualize and I used to visualize and I remember working with coaches and doing all this strategy work and they would tell me exactly what I needed to do and then I'd like visualize the future and visualize what I was stepping into. But then I'd try and like do all of those things and I would end up really exhausted all the time. Um, or I would do it, but I would do it really half-assed and I would just miss things or i will procrastinate on things, right? And again, that is not from a place of, oh, you know, you just need to get better with it over time. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a part of that? hundred percent. But the actual true piece and the problem was that there was an energetic block and wounding that was stopping me from stepping into that space. And I'm going to talk about those blocks as well, because I think that hearing mine will also give you a lot of understanding of where you're at. If this is in like leadership or if this is in the coaching space, I don't care where it is. Uh, and it will give you ammunition to actually be able to do something about it because you can you can kind of point to it and be like I know kind of what's going on now right i'm not going to tell you exactly how i cleared all of this like i did work with coaches and th- that's how i cleared most of it and you know a lot of what i'm teaching now around how to clear this stuff because i've done it so many times with one on one clients i'm now doing it in group format in leadership coach so but i'm not going to tell you exactly how to do that because i'd be here for fucking 4 hours but the wounds i had to clear for myself were around the idea that no one wants to listen to me. I know so many of you right now, you will listen to this and it will be like, i've all seen no one wanting to listen to you your voice not being worthy it not being enough to be able to be heard no one's interested in what you have to say now this is a core wound from the past right and i'm a firm believer that for those of you who are like okay i'm just dabbling in like this this next level or dabbling in the coaching space but you know you want to go to that next level and then you get to that next level and you're like okay i want to expand even more the same devil shows up at every level but it shows up Differently. So the same wounds kind of start to reappear. That doesn't mean that you're bad. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that these core wounds are developed in many moments across your life. They're not just developed in one specific single moment. And in NLP, you were taught that they are developed in one specific single moment. And then if you deal with that, it spreads across for all of it. Yes, absolutely. It spreads across for all of it for the point that you're at in your life at that point, not for every single point. So, you know, if you have things that do resurface, welcome to being in business. That's what's meant to happen, right? And so most people are not taught that. They're absolutely not taught that. But the idea that no one wants to listen to me. And this um came from the past of like feeling like I was unheard, feeling like I would get spoken over the top of. And and this happened and filtered through in multiple different layers. And anybody listening to this, I really invite you to think, okay, is this a wound of mine? Feeling like I'm not enough and my voice is not enough. Or what I have to say, no one's going to listen to. Because if that is a wounding, that is a core wounding, then it is definitely something to be looked into. um, and so, what this, how this showed up for me was that I wouldn't post as much as I should, or I'd post, I'd get on a bit of a roll, and then all of a sudden I'll just stop because I would procrastinate, I'd sabotage it. Right? I would also <laughs> wouldn't use my voice at all. So I would, I would try and have this mask and this filter because God forbid someone would actually want to listen to my ideas and the way that I shared something, they wouldn't want to listen to that. They would only want to listen to the very um, professional lens and the professional role that I was teaching things, right? So I wouldn't show up as being an authentic person. I would wear a fucking mask. And I know for so many of you right now, you could totally understand that. And don't get me wrong, who you see right now, this is fundamentally who I am. Am I more playful when I'm with my friends? 100%. Do I still swear like a truck driver here As and, and you know, at home? At home, I am at home. But like in my personal life, yes. That doesn't change. Right? And so that came from clearing this stuff. But what happened was, I would not really use my voice at all. I would feel like I was always wearing a mask with my clients. It caused this like pedestalation. Pedestalation. It caused this pedestaling effect, right? Where my clients would look up to me thinking I always had my shit together because I would never really be honest, right? And I always wore a mask. So if I ever bumped into a client in person, like at the shops or something, I would be like, oh my God, they're going to fucking see me. They're going to see me, right? And it brought up all this imposter syndrome stuff. Um, it would always cause me to self sabotage as well. It would filter through and I would. It would be something as simple as people would send me a DM or they'd send me an email and then I would just forget that that email came through, right? The email came through about asking to work with me. And this wasn't necessarily because I was like over the top busy. Sometimes it was, but most of the time it was because I was self-sabotaging because I was like, oh no, 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 they're not going to want to listen to what I have to say. And when you hold this deep wound that no one really wants to listen to me, you wear a mask you filter yourself through lots of different lenses and that shows up in how you work with clients. It will filter out because it's essentially this lens that you're placing on a a pair of glasses and you see the world through this lens. And as a result, you're going to view the world through no one wants to listen to me. No one wants to hear what I have to say. And therefore you will take any situation that happens as that being fact. We are meaning-making machines. You will look for evidence of something to be true, even if it's not. Even if it's not, right? And it was fundamentally untrue. Like I've learned now that, in, at least in the coaching space, people want to hear your perspective. They want to hear the way that you see things. They're sick of seeing things being regurgitated. They're not interested in that any longer, right? And one of my friends, she actually posted something really good on this the other day. Jesse, she posted something around this as well, and it's so fucking true. It's like they're not. they know the logic stuff, but they want it even deeper. And this is going to be uploaded as a podcast. Those who are listening to the podcast, you can hear me talking about it right now, (laughs) but this is going to be uploaded in a podcast format as well. So that was a major wound and I had to clear that, but I had to clear that at the beginning guys. And I just want to say this, I had to clear this at the beginning. And I would clear that a lot around the mindset stuff, a lot around journaling, all that kind of thing. And then when I wanted to go up and I wanted to expand even more in my business, I had, you know, pretty good income, things were working well, I had a steady stream of client, I was, you know, doing quite well, but I wanted to get completely fucking booked out. I had to go back and review this again because it showed up differently, right? And it showed up differently from a different place. And it's important to remember, and anybody who's here who actually has business clients, and I see some of you guys right now, it is vitally important to remember that those who come from a background where they were highly criticized, right, as children, um, and this can happen through school, this can happen through parents, this can happen through anything. But if they've been in a highly criticized environment, they are far more likely to have these wounds resurface again and again. It doesn't make them bad. It doesn't mean that you haven't done your job as a coach it doesn't mean anything anything is wrong necessarily it just means that there is a new layer and a new level to the healing that needs to be delved into further right and this is a big thing and it's a big misconception that I just see all across the coaching space and the coaching industry that it's like you deal with this once you never have to go back there again or you know you deal with this core wound yes you dealt with it in one specific place and where that came from and that filtered through and was great for the time you were at and then you have to go in and go deeper right and that's why a lot of people who are joining leadership codes they're like yeah I've done a lot of this healing work but I know I need to I'm trying to go to the next level and I need to go even further the same thing happens with a lot of my one-on-one clients where they dealt with all of all of this sort of stuff at the very stages early stages of their business and now they're like okay well I want to be I want to be turning over five hundred six hundred thousand dollars a year and the wounds are resurfacing in a different way and the mindset work doesn't hit like it used to anymore like They need somebody who sees them and sees how they're going to sabotage it because once you know a process, you're going to sabotage it. You need a coach that can support you in a different process than what you're used to because you can't fucking sabotage it, right? And so we will do the work to clear where they're at now and I am pretty nifty with this sort of stuff. So we'll clear it on a different level and a different layer to be able to support them moving forward. So it's a big piece. The next wound, the biggest wound, and there's so many because I did like I've done coaching the entire time that I've been a coach. I've mostly had a coach. Now, in the early days, it was a beautiful friend of mine. Her name's Claire. She's an incredible coach. And then it shifted as I kind of like I worked with different coaches as I went on. Same thing with a lot of my clients, right? It's they always need a coach. Like if you are a coach in this space, you need a fucking coach. Or if you're trying to go to the next level, you need a fucking coach. Um, so another core wound that had come up was like I can't do I I can't be too successful because it will put off men. (laughs) Can anyone relate to this as I'm saying this? I'm like giggling because (laughs) Uh, it actually baffles me that i believe believed this for such a long time. But this showed up pretty heavily and it comes back to, again, stems back to those experiences that we have as we're growing up or as we're children, all the kinds of movies that we watch, all the kinds of things that we're kind of exposed to, right? And so this big wounding and the, these sorts of, um, these beliefs, it always stems back to this core wound of I'm not enough or I'm too much, right? Um, or I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy enough, right? So that came up in a really big way for me. And It was uh, quite crippling, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, um, because I would do really, really, really well. And this is not in my relationship now, but in past relationships, I I would do very, very well in work. And then the second that I felt that I was doing a little bit too well that might intimidate somebody, I would just like cap it, like fully cap it. Didn't even know I was doing it till I had a coach pointed out to me. Right. And so this is a big thing. Again, another reason why we work with coaches who have seen these patterns play out multitudes of times because they're able to go I know what you're doing and I'm not going to stand for it because you're better than this. Um, And so, you know, I had to clear those wounds of like being too much and that being intimidating and that meaning and my relationship to success, that meaning if I was successful, that I was going to be alone. I was going to be isolated. No one would want me. No one would want to be around me. Right. And that was fucking painful because I genuinely believed it was true. I genuinely believed it was true. And so I had to clear those wounds on the body level because the mindset stuff of writing things down, for some people it works, don't get me wrong. But again, if you have experienced a hell of a lot of core wounding as a child, it might not, you know, it might not be the only thing that's going to help you, which is why in my programs, especially leadership codes, I'm combining the mindset and the energetic, which means the healing, again, because when I talk about energetics, we're talking about the healing as well, to be able to support all people at all stages rather than just doing mindset because just mindset, I'm sorry, babe, it's not going to fucking cut it for a lot of you who have done it for years because if you were where you wanted to be, it would have worked by now, right? But you teach this stuff. That's why you don't want to do it in that way. So those core wounds had to be cleared. Another one, and I just want to check in to see that this is landing, yeah, because this is huge. And these wounds, some of them might show up for you, some of them might not, right? But I'm a firm believer that I have dealt with a ton of wounds. There's a lot of stuff that I had already before I stepped into coaching space that allowed me to um, kind of thrive and do really, really well. But there was a lot of wounds that were really holding me back and clearing those have helped me step into this new layer. Another one was this whole idea that I was too young to do well, right? <laughs> when I first started, I was very young and I had this whole idea and this perception, Sorry, somebody was just trying to call me. (laughs) I will have to call them back later. But I had this whole idea and this perception that I was going to be too young to be able to do the work that I was doing. And I know so many of my clients right now, especially those of you who are joining leadership codes. There are so many of you who are joining it because you have this belief and this idea, which means that you're not stepping into, you know, the the next layer in your career, right? It's not just about like business, because again leadership codes is not just about business but you're not stepping into those promotions in your career like with this deep wounding and this feeling oh no is the sound back somebody's tried to call me that's why (laughs) and I have my phone on do not disturb (laughs) I'm just waiting for a second can you guys hear me again can somebody like love heart if you can hear me Okay, so um, there was a big wounding around being too young. And again, this this whole idea of like not being enough or being too much, right? And this shows up in multiple different ways. And I had this core wound and this core belief because I didn't see anybody who was um, at the time in their early 20s who was doing really well in the coaching space. I didn't know of anyone. And so therefore, I would like really, really, really do my best to hide how old I was because I didn't want people to know um, because I was helping people who were, you know, some some of them were in their 40s some people were in their 50s I've worked with people in their 60s you know and I didn't necessarily want them to know because I didn't think that you know people would take a life coach seriously who was younger and it's not necessarily about you know having lots of years in a space do I think that that helps with the coaching space you know having lots of years in this industry I think that that's really beneficial but you know the way that you show up and that you share things and having a lot of knowledge and a lot of um, evidence to back up what you're doing is really powerful and really helpful so I was able to clear that again clearing that from core wounds from things that people would say to me and most of the time when people say that sort of stuff it's a projection because they haven't gone out and did what they really wanted to do at a young age because they thought that they were too old so these are just projections especially like if you're in the business space or if you're in a space of leadership and people are projecting shit onto you, nine times out of 10, it's because they're not willing to look within themselves, right? And they won't go for what they really want because they're deeply afraid that they are not enough. So instead, it's easier to demonize you and to make you wrong. Um, so, Again, a lot of these projection pieces we're going to talk about in leadership codes, because leadership codes, if you don't know what it is, it is my four-week container where we're really clearing the blocks to help you propel and take it to the next level in terms of your leadership and in terms of, you know, for a lot of you, the coaching space as well. Um, so the next one was uh, the wounding. <laughs> and these are just a couple, right? These were just the things I can think off at of the top of my head this morning. Like there's so much more, but so much of it was required for me to go back and I had to do so much wound clearing, right? And that is the energetic work, right? The energetic work is not just like energetically attuning your frequency to be able to attract more into your life and become more magnetic to more you have to do that through clearing the energetic blocks. And I'm a firm believer that any of our blocks, our beliefs, they're stored within the body, right? So they're stored within the body in some place. And it's hard to have energetic attunement to where to where you decide to be if you feel deeply unsafe in that and unsafe in where you're currently at, which is why we do so much of this work. Um, so there was a lot of worthiness and a lot of wounding around money, and my relationship to money, my relationship to success around money. And uh, this would show up in multiple different ways. Again, all of this stuff, all of these wounds that would show up in me knowing the strategy or telling myself that I didn't. I know a lot of you guys right now are going to listen to this being like, I don't know what the strategy is. I've never heard of strategy. I'm sorry, but Like you do, you do, you absolutely do because you're here and you're listening to this. And for so many of you, um, you've actually done work or you've done like a mini course and you've learned a little bit about strategy or you've watched really closely when someone else launches something to see what they're doing, to see what works. And you'll find that, you know, you'll get so much about strategy and it's all trial and error and you change your mind and ideas about things based off of what you're immersing yourself in. Because I'm a firm believer that strategy is like the smallest piece. When I do a one-on-one session with a client um, in the business space specifically, we will do a lot of their, like they'll be talking about something that's coming up, that's blocking them from where they want to go. We'll clear a lot of what's going on. We'll also do some energetic attunement, alignment. That is the vast majority of the session. The last part of the session where we're working together is the strategy. And then we go and you know the strategy gets to be implemented, so it's like combining the two. Because I am a firm believer, and I know that there's a few coaches like this out there. There's not that many. I think that strategy is incredible, but without the energetic piece, without the healing of the wounding, and without the mindset, it doesn't land. It doesn't land because you're sabotaging at every step, and it's inauthentic to you, right? So the worthiness around money, um, my services oh my gosh, the money stuff was massive. Like I remember not posting any of my prices anywhere. And like, to be fair, that was at the time a couple of years ago, that was actually the, um, the preferred method. Like most people wouldn't post about pricing anywhere because people didn't really understand, especially in Australia, what kind of the mindset work was. People didn't really understand what coaches were. Um, they just thought that they were like Tony Robbins lookalikes. So they, they didn't really get it. So, you know, At the time, it made sense not to necessarily post pricing everywhere, but um, I wouldn't post it anywhere because I was deeply afraid that people would make me feel like I wasn't worthy and I wasn't good enough and I couldn't have those prices or that my friends would find out how much I'm earning and therefore push me down and make me feel shit about myself. Right. And all of these wounds came back to my relationship to money, my relationship to success and what I believed I was worthy of, what I believed I deserved in this space. Right. And my relationship to imposter syndrome. Now, if you haven't already purchased my imposter to impact a masterclass, what are you fucking doing? (laughs) if you're still here watching this, I guarantee you, you will get so much out of that masterclass because it, it goes into all of this and what you're benefiting by essentially allowing yourself to keep being an imposter or thinking that you're an imposter. So the, my, my relationship around money and the services, right. And how this showed up was like, I was unconsciously sabotaging and my clients do this all the time, sabotaging with the words that they would use to describe their services. So they would use words that, weren't really kind of matching what their service actually was, they were kind of push it down a little bit more um they were getting getting on sales calls and they just were waiting till like the last five minutes of the call to bring up a price um which is causing a lot of like um trauma with clients. You don't want to be doing that that's just it's it's not nice. I've done it before, and I've been in this industry I'm in my fifth year, so I've done basically all of it. I've made a lot of mistakes in this space and um That is not nice. (laughs) You don't want to be doing that at all. Uh, And so I was sabotaging through that space, not feeling like I was worthy. And how this would show up was that I wouldn't check invoices. I would be too scared to bring up conversations with clients if they weren't paying on time. This was early days. Like now I have no issue around this, right? But um, early days I would, yeah, not really bring it up. And I would continue to do sessions and just kind of ignore the fact that they weren't paying on time. And I was okay with that. I was okay with ignoring the fact that people weren't paying on time because I was so deeply afraid that if I brought it up, that they would get mad at me or they wouldn't want to work with me or that, you know, they go, oh yeah, but this is too much money or blah, 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 blah. So I would just avoid it. I would avoid it. I would avoid it. I would avoid it. And when we have a lot of deep wounding, in ourselves around business and around leadership, how this will show up is we will avoid situations. We will avoid having hard conversations. We will avoid talking online about situations that, um, We will avoid talking online about stuff that could make us appear controversial. We will avoid sharing our own stories, right? I'm sharing this because I know for a lot of you right now, some of you may idolize me. Some of you might not give a fuck. I don't really care. But I know for a fact that it is beneficial to hear that we all are different stages and different phases of our work. We all have stuff pop up and we get to clear it. That is the whole purpose and point of doing this work is clearing the blocks. So Um, yeah, unconsciously I was sabotaging a hell of a lot. So I, this would show up with like also not raising my prices. When I got to that point of, um, feeling really comfortable with money and where I was at, I would then, you know, have the hard conversations with clients and I would be like, yep, you haven't paid on time. I can't, blah, 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 blah. I'd have a lot more boundaries. And again, this stops you from having boundaries. If you've got a lot of wounds, it stops you from having boundaries in your business that create safety for yourself. And for children who grew up not feeling comfortable around boundaries, this is going to come up even more, which it was for me. Um, so this would come up in a major way, in a huge freaking way for me. But then when I got to that next level and I was like, okay, well now I need to start raising, raising my prices because I've been in the space for a couple of years and I'm still charging the same amount. What the fuck's going on? And I saw other people in the space charging so much more and they've done like fucking one course and they've done like a month's worth of work. And I'm like, So I recognized, okay, I was in this space for a long time and I needed to raise things. Um, And this can show up for clients and around like leadership roles where they're not asking for pay rises, right, because they're avoiding the situations. And so I didn't want to raise my prices. I was deadly afraid of raising my prices because if I were to raise my price, then I thought that people would feel like I was more responsible for them, um, that I would have to do more again, major fucking leak. This is all leaks. I'm talking about leaks here. And it made me feel like even more of an imposter to raise my prices even more. So I'll be like, right. So it's that next level. We're trying to get to that next level and all of the shit begins to arise. Um, So it made me really fucking uncomfortable really uncomfortable to shift. And it's that all comes down to your relationship to success. That all comes down to your relationship to money. And again, as I say this, it's like you can logically, a lot of the coaches here or the people who have done mindset work before, you can go, okay, I'll logically hear what Laura's saying. And I've done the same thing. All right, I'm going to go do some journaling and try and clear this wound on my own. Fantastic. If you're able to clear it on your own, that's incredible. I think that that's amazing, right? But the vast majority of you listening, you're here for a reason because you know that that shit ain't clearing through mindset work anymore. You need to do some energetic work. You need to do some embodiment work to clear the wound, to meet the parts of you that feel isolated, that feel alone, that feel like they're not good enough. Doing this mindset work, it ain't fucking hitting because if it was hitting, it would have done it already. You would be where you want to be already, right? So that's why I'm bringing this up because I'm not afraid of you being like, oh my God, Laura's telling me all this stuff. No, no, no. I'm telling you what came up. I'm not telling you how to clear it, because you will know if you've already done personal development work on the mindset part of it, but the energetic part of it, you have no idea. Right. And if you do, it might not be working right now because you need a different approach and that's okay. Right. And that's why I have leadership codes. Um, so yeah, it's really freaking true. It is really true. So this came up so much making me feel like I was responsible for others in the coaching space. What's that made me feel like was that I couldn't work with a lot of people. And if I did work with a lot of people, I felt very overwhelmed. I remember at one point I was, um, working with a hundred people. No, it was more than that. 120 people. I had 120 people working with me fortnightly. So just to give you an indication of how many people that is, that's 60 people in a week. I was working with these people fortnightly, plus all the messages that I was getting. And I nearly died (laughs) firstly, we'll never do that again. Um, And I was like, whoa, this is a lot. But I felt so fucking deeply responsible that it was like my nervous system could not compute. And even when I lowered it down, um, I, and I had like the higher price points, I still felt deeply responsible, right? So I had to deal with this responsibility, me being responsible for how other people feel. And if you grew up in environments or if you were exposed to environments where you did feel responsible and you felt like you were blamed for how other people felt, uh, experience things in life. And by the way, it doesn't mean that you were actually blamed. It's just a feeling. But if you felt like that, then that is going to filter through into your business and how you're operating and stopping you from taking that next level. It massively stops you from taking that next level. And when you feel like you're responsible for your clients, you'll helicopter coach them, right? And so you'll be hovering over the top of them, not letting them fucking breathe. So They can't actually get the result that they want. And your clients will feel so deeply uncomfortable around that too, because they'll feel like, okay, if I didn't get a result with this person, like... Like they're going to be really upset and really hurt. And it creates codependency. It's a yucky thing. Fucking highly recommend staying away from that and dealing with these blocks. <laughs> okay. Dealing with these fucking blocks. So it was exhausting to be in my business. And I looked at it and I went, I wanted to scale. And I had that consistency, right? I was dabbling in it, pretty consistent. And at the early stages, like I still had this stuff, I dealt with it to be able to take on like 10 clients and then it came up in a different way and then I want to take on 20 clients and then it, all, it got all the way up to hundred clients one-on-one and then it moved into group stuff and it would the same stuff would show up in group stuff and it would show up in different ways, right? Because I would expand and feel really safe from the expansion and then there'd be a little wound that would come up and then I'd have to go in and work on that, Right. And again, that doesn't make me wrong. It doesn't make me bad. All that means was that there was a lot of wounds and the wounds show up differently and it doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you wrong. And so this is a big thing around like a lot of coaches, especially, or people who are in the leadership spaces, they will look at people who are like, yeah, I'm a coach and I still get coaching. And they might shame them being like, you should be over this. Or they might shame themselves being like, you should be over this. This shouldn't come up for you. And like, Is that the case? Do you not want it to? Like, of course, we don't want these things to be showing up for us. But the fundamental truth of it is, is that humans are complex and healing is complex and it is layered at many different levels. So anyone selling you an idea that, you know, you're going to do this work and you're going to be fully fucking healed might not fully, might not have fully experienced it themselves. It's not that they're wrong. It could be true right? But things do show up and that's part of of this experience, right? That's part of being a human and creating safety in the body every time you expand is necessary. Creating safety in your nervous system energetically on a deep energetic level is required to be able to step into the next layer of wherever you're trying to go. There needs to be safety within the body. I'm not saying like it needs to always feel safe. No, it doesn't need to always feel safe, but you need to know how to regulate yourself at every fucking point so that when you do expand, you're not like, oh my God, I'm fucked. And then you sabotage everything and blow it all up. You go, oh my God, this feels great. This is this is cool. I really like this. I might be feeling a little way about it, but for the most part, I'm really enjoying it. So um, for myself, when I was about to expand, all of the stuff would come up, right? Especially imposter syndrome. Again, if you have not done the imposter to impact a masterclass. You've got to do it. We do the energetic work as well in that as all of the strategy. And you get a workbook and it's literally $155. I'm going to put it up tonight to $199 because you just get so much out of it. So much out of it. So. I also, with the responsibility piece, (laughs) I want to come back to this. I used to keep attracting, because again, when we go, I am responsible for everybody in my life, or I'm responsible for all of my clients. And don't get me wrong. You do have a layer and a level of responsibility to be practicing safe practices with all of your clients. You do, there is a, a certain level of responsibility that you do have with your clientele. But when it, it comes out of hand when it's like, I am responsible for them getting their results in life. They have to be willing to meet you halfway. It would also mean that because I believe that I would attract clients who, who needed fixing and were not willing to be, um, helping themselves. And so they would rely on me for literally everything. And this was early, early on in the space, but it was very true. It was very apparent, uh, very, very apparent. So, uh, why, did I, why am I talking about all of this? Why am I talking about the mindset? Why am I talking about energetic blocks? Why am I talking about all of this in relation to me? Why am I opening up so deeply about the stuff that I have worked with and worked through? Well, the reason being is because so many people and so many people in their space will be like, okay, I just need to do the thing. I just need to go and do the strategy or go and do the blah, 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 blah. But if you find that every time you're doing it, you're continuing to sabotage yourself or you're finding that you're doing it and it's just not landing because that magnetism isn't coming through because you're continuing to doubt yourself, then it's not the strategy that you need work around. It is not the strategy that you need support around. It is actually the energetics. It is the blocks. It is the wounding that you need to be able to clear so you can step into that next layer and that next level of yourself. It is no longer about strategy because a strategy is no longer landing, right? Because that belief, that, that energetic part has to be there. And this is my jam, yeah. This is my jam. This is the thing that I love to work on: is the the wounds, is the, the the core beliefs, is the the shifting energetically, so that you can step in and do all the strategy work that you feel called to do. Because I know you can fucking do it. I absolutely know that you can do it. And every single person is different, right? And each layer and each level will have a different devil showing up differently, and it's all part of it. But I do bring this up because because of the fact that my strategy, I knew what to do, but I would try and do it and I would procrastinate or I would do it and it wasn't landing. And it was purely because I did not have as much of this energetic stuff as what I needed to, right? And that work is so much more powerful in my personal opinion than any kind of strategy course that you can do because you'll get to show up differently. You'll have cleared a lot of the blocks and wounds. So know that you deserve it. Know that you're fucking worthy. Know that you get to be confident in this space because of the, the wounds that you block. Sorry, wounds that you block. Wounds that you clear. So you get to step into that space really powerful. So I do all of this work now with my clients and I I share this with you again to help support you on this journey. And for any of you right now who've been listening to this and you go, you know what, I've been so seen in these lives and in this podcast episode, what Laura is talking about is coming up for me right now in the early stages of my business or in the early stages of my career, or I have seen a little bit of success, but I want to move to that next level and it's coming up again. And I have worked through it a little bit, but it's coming up again and I need something different Then I really do suggest. And I invite you into Leadership Codes. Leadership Codes is my four-week container. It is all around dropping the good girl mask, AKA those masks that you wear because you don't want to be truly seen. It's all about really stepping into your power as a leader and clearing those wounds and clearing those blocks and limitations that are not allowing you to realize right now the career, the business, and the life of your dreams. So if you feel the pull, I strongly suggest that you join because we're going to be talking about you know, activating a voice. We're going to be talking about dropping the masks and we're going to be doing practices around this too. So it's not just like, you know, your strategy stuff. It is all live to be able to support you with the strategy and with the energetics. And we also have two breathwork sessions in there too, to be able to help even more clearing to take place. It is four weeks long. I've made it four weeks long on purpose because of the fact that so many of you right now, it's kind of like I need a massive overhaul, and uh, a month is a much easier uh, process to be able to compute and to take in, rather than having to do this for months on end. Not to say that there's anything wrong with having to do it months on end, but you're really wanting that like stripping and that stepping into that new layer of yourself, and wanting to do that in a really fast way. So if you do feel a pull to leadership codes, um, or if you're not sure if it's for you, then send me a DM. But Any of you right now who are like, you know what, I know that I'm not feeling as confident as I should and there are blocks and there are limitations and there are some wounds that even Laura is talking about right now that I've tried to clear on my own or I've done a little bit of mindset work on it and it is just not fucking clearing. Then leadership codes is the space for you. And if you have any questions, obviously, feel free to reach out or feel free to post them on this live video. But I'm really excited to be doing this. I'm really excited to be supporting women in this space and in this way so that they can seriously step into that next layer of themselves. I can't fucking wait. I think it's gonna be incredible. And what I will say as well, before I kind of clear this and end this podcast episode, is the fact that. This work, the energetic work, what it allowed me to do is actually to step in and begin to actually speak my truth. I will have controversial opinions about things and I'm okay with saying it. I don't feel like I need to be a good fucking girl anymore. What I allow myself to do is actually speak from the heart and look at all of the evidence that... Shows up in the space, but then also have my own opinion on it. And I share that opinion. I also find it really easy to show up on social media. I find it easy to share my own journey. Like so many people are so scared of sharing their own journey, and that just doesn't feel scary to me. I find it really simple and easeful being able to raise my prices as well, because I know that it's like my relationship with money is really good. I'm able to stand up in my leadership and really lead people moving forward, which is super fucking powerful. Um, what else I'm allowed, what, what else I am able to do, not allowed to do, but what I'm able to do is <laughs> so much stuff, but essentially I allow myself to ask for what I want. I, find quantum leaping so much fucking easier. I find it easier to launch programs. Like if I launch something, I don't really want to check my fucking phone 24 seven to see who signed up or check my phone 24 seven to see who's like DM'd me or feel like I need to have this kind of codependent relationship with showing up on social media. I don't want to do any of that shit. That feels really icky to me. That feels really really fucking uncomfortable to me so i don't i don't want to do that and i don't do that because i know that the people who feel pulled to the work that i am doing they will feel called to it they will know that it is for them so clearing all this stuff has allowed me to really step into my leadership it's really allowed me to step into my inner leader my ability to show up and um really fucking change people's lives firstly and have a good relationship to that and step into all of the group programs that I do, all of the different work that I do today. So it's allowed for the space that I'm in today. And I don't think it would have happened at all unless I did a lot of this energetic healing work that I'm speaking about in leadership codes. It just, it just would not have happened had I not stepped into this new layer and new level and done this energetic work and worked with people who were smarter than me, who could outsmart me when it came to the energetic work. Because at the end of the day, I was a little smarty pants and I would try and sabotage at every point. And I didn't even know I was doing it, but it was because- I knew all the processes. Like if someone tried to do fucking timeline therapy on me, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, bitch, whatever. Like it wouldn't land because I had already been trained in that. Like it had to be deeper. It had to be different. It had to mix the energetic work. It had to mix the embodiment work. It had to kind of catch me off guard a hell of a lot to be able to clear it because my little inner saboteur was like, fuck no, we're not going to do that. Um, so <laughs> a lot of this work that I'm teaching in leadership codes is all around that and I'm so fucking excited to be teaching it. And to be stepping into that support layer and be able to help and hold all of the people joining this space for an entire month, because it really is going to allow you to fucking quantum leap and step up and stand in your pure power and your true leadership. This is the same, like I have worked with a one-on-one client. And they were feeling so overwhelmed and so uncomfortable around their business and around what they were doing and stepping into that next layer and like raising their prices. And in the space of, you know, half an hour doing an embodiment practice, uh, it was an embodiment and energetic clearing, um, which to me is like, you know, belief clearing and clearing the energy that's lingering behind that. (sighs) When we're able to do that, they were able to step into a whole new layer raising their prices felt good having hard conversations with their clients felt really good and having hard conversations with their team members actually felt good and that's the whole point of this is that it doesn't feel fucking hard any longer it gets to feel a lot easier so if you feel the pull if you feel a calling definitely join leadership codes i know so many of you right now this is the thing that you need you know that you fucking need it as well because you're still listening to this podcast episode you would have left a long time ago if you didn't feel like you needed it so i will speak to you soon have an amazing rest of the Day and goodbye.